Hi, welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that Sunday school teacher that teaches you Bible study. I could be reading from your mechanic that just fixed your Harley. I could be reading from your store clerk. You know the one, the one that looks sweet and innocent, but you know she's not. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies or confessions or a question or anything else, please feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com or anonymously on the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. And if you send a confession or story or question, you certify the following is true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. You can also reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. Do you need a little more, Nikki? Find me on Patreon, and you have to type it in, you can't find me in search, they hate me, at patreon.com forward slash in bed with Nikki. $5 a month gets you an extra show and early access to this show. Want to show your kinky side? Go to fullswapshop.com forward slash in bed with Nikki for all your kinky and subtle needs. Fullswapshop.com in bed with Nikki. Don't forget you can find me on Full Swap Radio Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central and 10 p.m. Central. You can also find me and my other favorite kinky friends. Don't forget to go to ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards and vote for me for Best Adult Industry Podcast and Best Lifestyle Podcast. You can vote daily and I realized that just a couple of weeks ago. So it's not just a one-time thing. You can go vote daily. And I would really appreciate if you do. Keep the questions, keep the stories coming. I'm really enjoying exploring with you all the sexual fantasies and all the sexual encounters that you've had. It's amazing that normal people are are opening up and showing that side, that side that we can't talk about, or it's too taboo, or our friends are just, we're afraid. Um, I like to provide the safe space for all of us to explore our thoughts. Because we all know that we have a side of us that we don't show everybody, we keep it inside. I mean, even if you've been friends or even from your spouse or partner that you've been with for years, we all keep something secret. And that's fine, because I I think sometimes we need that little bit of air. And I think it's, it helps preserve for us our identity. But this right here is your safe space. This is your safe space to tell me 
what you desire, to tell me what you need, to tell me what you've done. We are, if you currently, if you send me a confession um, anytime right now, it's looking like after the 26th of this month of going up, just to let you know. So I'm that ahead of schedule. <laughs> so if you haven't heard your confession, it's just because it's it's coming. I, I And that can be taken both ways. <laughs> It's just, it's down the road just a little bit. So have patience. It, I do have it. It will be aired. Um, but the emails just keep them coming. I really, really am enjoying this erotic adventure we all, all are on. Dear Nikki, here's a question for you and the podcast. I can appreciate a woman that cares for her feet and find them very attractive. I know there are foot fetishes, but do you and other women actually appreciate men who love on a woman's feet? There are other body parts I love as well, but when you have a woman's legs on your shoulders when you're having sex, it only seems natural to kiss and suck on toes. Foot fetishes are actually very, very common. Um, I didn't get a lot of calls for them, but the ones I did ranged from humiliation all the way to just sensuality. I have extremely sensitive toes and feet. I once broke the nose of my pedicurist because he wouldn't, I think he had a foot fetish and he realized it was, I actually, I think it was a foot and tickle fetish because he realized it was I twitch, I kind of got like a tick if you hit it just right. And I might I tense up like I'm trying not to kick you because it's a natural reaction. I want to kick. Um, and he kept doing it, even though I told him to stop. And one time I just kind of relaxed enough where he did it and it went wham and it broke his nose. So my feet are really, 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 really sensitive. However, feet are, especially um, the toes, like behind them, um, between them are extremely sensitive, um, like fingers, just you know, there's so much, just think of the things like if, you know, you touch hot and cold and things like that, same thing with your toes. So yeah, they are extremely sensitive. So something you haven't explored, add it to the list. It's either yes or no. But when I think of foot play, I think of it as foreplay for me. Um, But if you're my partner, lover, and you liked sucking on toes, and that's something that really got you going, especially towards the end, suck my toes, because I'm going to feed off of that, because I do, I feed off the arousal that's going to make me more wedged, that's going to make me come harder watching you be that aroused. So I would say yes, but I like my other body parts playing. And gentlemen, if you haven't in foreplay played with feet or the back of the knees, I love the back of my knees licked. There's just Oh, drives me nuts. So that um, inner thighs, but inner thighs leads to the pussy. So you guys know that. But I've even had women tell me they like the the crease of their arm, you know, touched. So explore. That's what this is about. This is about stepping outside of normal missionary or even doggy style. This is about exploring our senses. So yes, I think that women do. And if not, have them lay down, touch them. Women love to be touched. I There's so much you can say with your hands. Um, like Italian, some people speak with their hands and they're very expressive. It's the same kind of thing. When you touch someone and you're feeling their body and paying attention to their breath and their moans and everything they do, think about that. Play with their toes. Listen to how they respond. There's just something very sensual about exploring different things. And they'll either get something out of it or won't. But how are you going to know if you don't try? 
That's the thing. But I think if it's a woman like me, and I know that it's turning you on, because I get it, I have a texture fetish, there's nothing like feeling skin. There's nothing like feeling your heart on through your jeans. There's nothing like that. I like the different textures. So hearing my partner getting aroused by sucking and playing my toes. Yes, absolutely. Hands down, hands down. So if you haven't explored flip foot play and you're not so ticklish as like I am, I say do it and let me know. Dear Nikki, so I'm pretty sure I'm straight. I don't find men attractive at all. I love looking at a woman and I think my wife is the sexiest woman alive. But I've been becoming curious about prostate play and anal or- orgasms. After my experiment with her dildo and actually coming from that alone, I'm curious about what it would be like to have a man back there and what it feels like to have him come in my ass. Can you tell me how it feels? Well, I'm not really qualified to answer this question, but I did reach out to someone I know that is like you, that is straight, but plays. And this is what he said. What it would be like to be fucked. It depends on the guy and how relaxed you are and how much lube the two of you are using. The feeling isn't any different from using the toy of a similar size. To be cummed in that he didn't know. Safe sex is what he practices. So there you go. And then since I don't have a prostate, I can't really explain all that. Um, I would say maybe reach out anonymously on some forums. Um, Reddit's good. Um, some other forums that are out there and ask. Um, you'll be surprised on how many answers you get. Um, maybe even I know you're not gay, you're straight, or that's how you identify or box or whatever. Maybe reach out to ones in the gay community and ask just, you know, you can ask just like you've done here, stays anonymous. And of course, you're going to get you know, some very jerky answers, but you'll also get somebody that's willing to say, this is what it feels like. And there you go. That's what I would do. And I'm sorry, I don't have a prostate, but I reached out and I found you an an answer. So there you go. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have some Woodford with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear game. So I was working as a phone operator a few years ago. I was the overnight guy. My shift started and 30 minutes later, everyone leaves and I'm all alone for a few hours. 5 a.m., a very busty and cute girl came in to help. She always arrived early so she could make her coffee and walk around. She wore tight skirts that just mushed up her tits and wore leggings that showed off her amazing ass and thighs. It was always kind of slow at first, so we would talk about nonsense and lightly flirt. She knew I was taking, so it was fun to dabble in dirty talk. We exchanged numbers for work and kept talking through text since at work we had our mouths busy. Now it's safe to say that our company was full of itself and kept changing the rules on how we should do things. She had been off a few days and when she came back, She apparently had messed up on a call and had to be let go. She was only at work for an hour and she left. I texted her and asked what happened and she told me. 
I said how much I'd miss her and how much I'd miss seeing her in her leggings and shirts. She said that she would miss my hugs. And then that's when it happened. She said she forgot something at her desk. And since she wasn't allowed back on site, that maybe I could get it for her. I said, sure. And we planned to meet at 5 a.m. next day at work. She showed up and I gave her a big hug. It lasted about three minutes. She asked about her desk ornament and I said, it's inside. So we went inside. She walked ahead of me and her ass was just banging. Leggings were so thin. I saw her purple thong and white ass. I did the unbelievable. I grabbed her ass. She stopped and looked back at me. After what felt like forever, 15 seconds maybe, she walked up to me and we made out. Walked over to my desk. My hands were grabbing ass and tits and she was rubbing my cock all over her jeans. She then stopped and opened her purse. She had a condom. Now, to be honest, I don't know how to use a condom. As soon as I put it on, I start going limp and I can't feel anything. So I put on the condom and we start making out again. And she turns around. I pull down her leggings. I see her white pearly skin. Her ass is beautiful. I give it a kiss and bite it. Now I'm rock hard. I pull down her thong and she bends over my desk and I just slide my dick between her thighs. Now remember, I can't feel a thing. I start thrusting and I'm caressing her breast under her bra and shirt, pinching her nipples and she's moaning lightly. And then she says it, fuck me. And that's when I stop and say I thought I was. Turns out I was sliding my dick between her thighs, maybe close to her pussy. I don't know. So I fight my embarrassment and tell her I can't feel a thing she needed to guide me. She grabs me and slides me into her pussy. Now that I'm in, I hold onto her hips and start thrusting. She's moaning my name and bouncing back on me. And then I feel it. I'm going to come. I bust hard and rest my head on hers as she leans back into me and comes with me. My dick slides out and I rip off the condom and throw it in the trash. We kiss more and an hour had passed. My manager was going to come in any moment and this girl had to get out. As she picked up her pants and fixes her shirt, I say I want some more time with her and if she waits five minutes, I can be outside for my lunch. She agrees. I clock out for my lunch as soon as my boss clocks in and I head out. I look for her red car in the parking lot and she's parked on the street. I walk over, she gets out of the driver's seat, and we both hold each other like lovers and kiss some more, and she rests her head on my chest. She gets mad that this should have been a thing we started before she was fired, and she's going to miss my dick. I tell her that I have another hour to kill, and her back seat looks spacious. It wasn't. Small little car, but I didn't care. We got in the back seat and I started making out with her and get on top. I suppose she was used to guys her age where they came once and they were done. But damn it, I was 23 and I needed one more round. She got it excited and ripped off her clothes. And I took off my pants as much as I could in a small car. So to my ankles, she sits me down and gets on top. Her glorious tits are in my face. Not that I'm a tit guy. But these were my favorite. And with one in my mouth and the other in my hand, she had me slide into her wet pussy without a condom. I feel my cock inside her walls. The only way I could explain it 
is that it was a perfect fit, not too tight, and the tip of my shaft hit her walls right there at the same time we both start moaning and say how much better it was without a rubber. Bouncing on my lap and leaning back into the driver's seat, you can hear the wetness and moans. I grab her by the hips again and start pumping. She starts screaming and leans forward and bites my neck, still bouncing. I feel my nuts tighten up and I'm going to come inside again. I tell her that I'm going to bust. She says she is too, and not to stop. We keep going and I finish inside her. She's still grinding on my lap, finishing herself off too. We both come and are a sweaty mess. Her head is resting on my chest while my dick is still inside her going limp. Then my phone alarm goes off. My lunch was over and I had to get back. We were sweaty, tired, and drained. Her car was hot and the windows were steamed up. I kiss her goodbye and wish her the best in her next job. We still are friends. She's moved out of state. But my God, do I still stroke it to the memory of those amazing tits. Trevor, this had me thinking back to the job that I had at the phone company and I got fired because supposedly I sound too seductive. Hmm. But here's the thing. Would you have sex with somebody that I guess you don't, you're not co-workers anymore, but you used to be. And I, that is my question. If there is light flirting and I guess they respected each other enough to not cross that line because that can muddy the waters. And you know, you know, that famous saying, which I believe in, not that I have not been with somebody I worked with. Yeah, that it wasn't a bad lesson, but it was just one of those. Eh. I actually expected them to have sex long before they did. Um, I didn't expect it to be. Uh, but I can see that, you know, if you've been craving this man, and you've, you've seen him day after day after day, and you've been he said flirting, I'm going to say teasing. She knew exactly because we do exactly what she was doing with those leggings. She knew she knew he was looking at her ass. She knew he was looking at her tits. If she wore that every single day, she knew. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say, gentlemen. She absolutely knew. But here's my question. Would you have made a pass at her before all this? Or would you have played with your senses and let it toy out. Not that you're afraid to approach, but it was more of a turn on to watch her, to, to think about it, to just indulge in it, indulge in her teasing. Sometimes when men and women don't approach, sometimes we're using maybe, um, well, he was taking, so he was trying to stay faithful, you know, but you know, I guarantee you he was going home and jacking off to her, maybe even thinking about this other woman while he's fucking the woman he's already with. And that's okay, I guess, if that's what you need. But I think he was enjoying the little tease. And that's okay. I think that's great. It doesn't make you less of a man or less of a woman that you don't initiate it. I think that sometimes when you see that woman and you know and you're enjoying the view and, and she's enjoying giving it to you. It's a part of edging. It's a part of exploring your sex. And why not? But the question is, would you have had sex with her before this? Would you have made your pass? Or would you have stayed in the safe zone of coworkers and then just masturbated to her or him when you went home?
or as we've read before or heard, in the bathroom or in your car break at lunch. (laughs) Dear Nikki, I'm not a very attractive girl. I've known this for a long time. Since I was a freshman in high school, I was constantly bullied and told I was ugly. I never had a boyfriend either. That same year is when my breasts decided to grow. In the span of about a year, I grew two cup sizes, from a B cup to a double D cup. I remember all the guys, even some teachers, being a bit nicer to me and complimenting me. I knew the reasons was my breast. I did everything to display them, kept them firm, perky, and everything. Senior year on my 18th birthday, I ended up getting fucked by my literature teacher to pass my class. After high school, I used my girls on full advantage. I had sex with company owners to get jobs, fucked my dad's boss to keep his multiple times, and even babysitting couples' kids to make extra money, and was fucked by many husbands. Guys love tits, even if the girl isn't attractive. So yes, I'm a slut. I like being a slut. And it's all thanks to my big girls. April. Well, hello, April. Very embracing of your slutty side. (laughs) I like it. I have no problem with a woman using her body to her advantage. I like that we're feeling comfortable in exploring the clothes and how we act. Do I think we're responsible for our actions? Absolutely, especially if we don't pay off. But then again, that drifts into the consent. And it's both parties responsibility to make sure there's consent on both sides. But that's we know all we should know that being here, correct? Okay, so I like that, you know, she's like, you know what? Absolutely, I've got this, I'm gonna flaunt it. Just like ladies, if you have curves, amp it up. It's about our confidence. It's not just because she had, well, the tits helped. (laughs) But it's the confidence behind them that pulls them in that makes them want to approach you. I can have big tits all day and, you know, slumped over and whatever else. But like I tell every lady out there, shoulders back, tits forward, sway those hips and show them the promise they could have. That's what I'm about. So kudos to you. I am keep embracing it. If this is what you want, absolutely 100% go for it. Dear Nikki, this story is rather short, but still hot nonetheless. My wife and I have been together almost 16 years, and I've always been aware that we both possess a higher than normal sex drive. This eventually led to experimenting with different lifestyle situations that we thought might add extra element of hotness to our relationship. On one such occasion, my wife tried out a new app, and being such a friendly and accommodating woman, she had no trouble finding someone willing to meet the first night. He claimed to be a semi-professional soccer player, which seemed intriguing. We actually teched out his claims online and found them to be true. The plan was for me to drop her off at a casino to meet him, with no specific expectations as what would happen. Fifteen minutes after I dropped her off, she contacted me from his Mercedes and asked if I would let him use her in a hotel room. With little hesitation, I gave the go-ahead and followed them from a distance until they selected a hotel. I waited down in the parking lot while she showed him just how friendly she was willing to get with a stranger. 
After an hour, she came down to the car and had this poise about her as if she had just fulfilled her life purpose. I brought her home after that and treated her exactly the way a woman like that should be treated. Dennis. Hello, Dennis. Kudos to you for, you know, both of you actually for expressing your marriage and finding a way to keep that sex alive, to finding something that keeps the bedroom rocking and hot. A lot of couples that are married as long as you let it go by the wayside, it just becomes like a maintenance, which is really, really sad that they don't keep the effort in finding ways to explore and make that sex life exciting, pushing your boundaries just a bit. This isn't for everybody. This is this is rather extreme, though we're starting to hear more and more about it. Um, a lot of couples that have been married a lot longer are looking for new ways to freshen it up. Do I think people naturally desire other people? Absolutely. No matter if you're married, dating, single, in a relationship, just with a partner, or however, whatever title you want to give it, you're still naturally going to know when somebody is attractive. You're still going to go, oh, what would he be like in bed? Oh, I'd like to see her mouth around my cock. You're going to have those natural thoughts and that's okay. That's, that's what's great about seeing that human experience. Like me, I like watching people and going, what is in that sexual closet? Because you know, we all have something. We all have something that gets us off. But kudos to you guys for exploring this and not letting it stay dormant. I understand this. I have a very high sex drive myself, and I need someone that's going to push me and push my boundaries. What is it that you and your partner, married or not, male or female, do to keep this part of your life, of your relationship, of your partnership alive? Do you go out and see other women? Or do you go out and see other men? Do you watch your partner with somebody else of the opposite sex or the same sex? What are you willing to do? Even if your partner wanted to explore something with something else and you didn't want to, would you find a way to maybe give that to them, even if it's not physically happening? Would you even dress up and go to a bar and actually act like you're a prostitute he's picking up? Would you go that far? These are questions I think that couples and even non-couples, I mean, how many times have you gone to a bar looking for, you know, a piece and you're not yourself? You don't have to wear a wig or anything else, but you step out of your boundaries just a bit. And you become ladies, you become that flight attendant, ladies, you become that I change my anytime I travel and I run into people, I change my job uh, to this or that or whatever. But I make sure I read to get, you know, behind and find out what the job is. I would hate to, you know, talk about something I have no clue on. So so if you are looking for a one night stand, what would you do to secure that one night stand? What would you be willing to do? I know most first one night stands don't end up, you know, you don't usually end up in the kinky stuff unless you're somewhere where kink and exploratism and whatever else you're looking for is available. That's completely different. And a lot, a lot of people are comfortable doing those things right now. But what do you and your partner, because this is what this is, do to keep it alive? I really want to know. Dear Nikki, we had a little kickback at our apartment. My girlfriend invited her friends to drink and hang out. One of her old friends came that happened to be trans and just transitioned and just got her boob job. We all drank and my girlfriend passed out. 
Everyone left but her friend. She was out of town and was going to sleep on the sofa. I came to the living room and she had her breast out. She came close to me, unzipped my pants and sucked me. Even after I came, she kept going. Then she popped her hard dick and came on my feet, sucked my toes. I had never gotten sucked like that. Peter, huh, where do you guys stand on this one? Would you, if you knew that she was a trans, would you let her? If she got down on her knees, you're not fucking her. You're letting her suck you. Would you close your eyes and let her do it? Could you push your boundaries and let this happen? A mouth to mouth, right? Down on her knees in front of you. Tits are out. They're probably great because they're freshly fake. <laughs> but could you do it? And then let her come on your feet and suck your toes? Hmm. You know me. I like when we reach out of our box, out of our comfort zone and explore. Could you do this? Ladies, could you? Could you let a newly transitioned man suck your clit? It'd be the same analogy I just gave the gentleman. A mouth to mouth, right? Could you do it? Would you do it? Would you explore it? Something to ask, right? Dear Nikki, we are older now, but I love telling about what we used to do in our younger swinger days, mostly about her. She was extremely beautiful in every way. Bodies, legs, ass, breasts, and face. Heads turned everywhere we went. I loved showing her off and purchased several skimpy bikinis that she would wear whenever we would sneak off to the beach or be in a hotel pool. One was no more than a G-string and a tiny top that barely covered her nipples. Guys hit on her all the time. I talked her into entering a few wet t-shirt contests at bars in Canada where she would either win first or second place. Afterwards, they were required to remove their t-shirts and bear it all. After many years of marriage, we decided to try swinging and joined a few groups. We would no sooner arrive and the guys would gang up on her. Sometimes I would watch her fuck and suck them and sometimes I would socialize and let her do her thing. Many times she would be with several guys at one time. She would always describe in detail what she did and how she felt as a sex with them and always thank me for allowing her to do it. One time, after seeing a post looking for porn actors, I set up an audition for her. They were a little reluctant at first that I was involved, but when we arrived, they saw her and agreed to the audition her, as long as I didn't dictate or interfere in any way. She was required to do everything they requested, starting with being completely naked and playing with her pussy, nipples, and ass. Then one by one, fuck and suck three very well-endowed guys, then be gangbanged by them, all on video. Afterward, as was customary, she fucked and suffed both photographers. She swallowed most of their cum, but received a few facials as well. When we got home, she was the hottest I ever saw her. We had the best sex ever. Several times she would go off alone, fuck someone, just to see how it felt without me being involved at all. Of course, I insisted on her telling me every detail when she arrived home. Jeffrey. Okay, we've had some hot wifing stories, but we've never had somebody confess that they had their wife auditioned to be in a porno. Would this be a line for you guys that are in the lifestyle? Would this be a line of, nope, not crossing it? Absolutely no, hands down, I'm not doing this. That's what I'm curious about. Um, 
I would never be in a porno. No, I just not my style. And I think you guys realize that by now. But I applaud them. If this is their thing. Obviously, it was this is he's talking about what they used to do. I applaud that they really extremely reached outside that box and kept the magic alive and kept exploring boundaries and pushing and that he's admitting that he likes to know that she's out there embracing her slutty side. Gentlemen, are you okay with that? Would you take your hot wife, because you're already in the lifestyle swinging, correct? Could you take it a step further and allow your wife to be auditioned for porno? We don't know if there was a she went back and was actually in a porno, but we do know he allowed her or they went to that level of her trying out or auditioning for one. So my question is to you, for those of you in the lifestyle or thinking about being in the lifestyle or just exploring options here, would you allow your partner, your lover, your wife to be auditioned for a porno? Hmm, that's an interesting question, I think. Dear Nikki, my wife and I had been playing with toys for a while. I kept saying she was ready for two real cocks to double penetrate and double vaginal penetrate her, but she doubted herself. I told her Saturday night I had a special surprise for her. You see, I had a friend that was very good looking and secretly was a by bottom. Saturday night came. My wife was on the bed in lingerie and stilettos when two of us walked in nude. Her eyes were huge when she saw us. She always thought my friend was hot. We walked in, putting our cocks on each side of her mouth. She took a cock in each hand, blowing one then the other. We took turns fucking her pussy for about 30 minutes. Then I made her get on top of me. She gasped when she felt his cock press against her pussy that was occupied with mine already. I grabbed her head and kissed her hard. I heard her let out a muffled whimper as I felt his cock go into her pussy with mine. It felt like a vice. It was so tight. He moved slowly a few times, and in less than two minutes, I heard her say, Oh my God, and a gush of hot liquid covered our cocks. She was out of breath and could barely say, I never come that hard in my life. I told my friend when he was ready to come to just put the head in and jack off in her pussy, which he did. She was laying there and big cum wad was getting ready to ooze out. I got into position and slid in the squishing around in the hot cum. It was so hot it nearly burned my cock. I began to pump her and after a couple minutes my cock her 70s bush was covered in white lotion-looking cream. My friend said, I'll let myself out. I fucked her for a while, squishing around in the hot, slick cum until I added my load in her overflowing pussy. My wife thanked me for the hottest sex she'd ever had and couldn't wait to do it again. I said, next time we double penetrate you, you get a cock in each hole. She giggled and said, okay. David, I don't know if we've had a confession story that is double vaginally penetrated. We've had gangbangs and life sopping and all these others, but I don't think we've ever had a double vaginal penetration. Ladies, would you? No. <laughs> I'm really tight as it is. So the thought of um, two being inside me is no. No, 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 no. So, but I appreciate the women that want to try this and want to explore this and the men that allow it to happen because most men would be a hard no. So if you've done this, ladies, 
How does it feel? I, I get the stretching and the fullness, but I think for me, one cock's enough because I, as much as I like a bit of bite in my sex, a little bit of pain, um, this, I like the movement. I like to know he's hitting my cervix. I'd like to know that he's got enough girth to stretch me. So the thought of being double vaginally penetrated doesn't really do anything for me. Um, this would have to be something I negotiated on with my lover. Um, I would probably still say no. So this would probably be my no for here and have to explore it some other way with him. What about you? Dear Nikki, we are a friends with benefits professional couple in our early 50s to late 40s. We get together a few times a month in incredible quickies or longer afternoon sessions. The sex is great. Hazel shared that she had a female, male, female threesome a long time ago and was too young to really enjoy it, but would love to try it again. Ken had a male, female, male with his wife and a buddy many times, but that was long ago as well. We found a woman online who is 60 who really wanted to be with a couple. So we exchanged emails and text messages and decided to meet for breakfast near Atlantic City, New Jersey. We handed off and told Michelle that we had a room. Would she like to join us? We all went to the room and was nervous. So Kent decided to forward a game of strip poker. For about half an hour, it was teasing, flirting, etc. And everyone was so horny. Kevin won a bet and told Hazel to make out with Michelle for a few minutes and feel her boobs. She leaned in, kissed her passionately. Tongues were flying. She touched Michelle's boobs. Michelle loved it so much. She put her hands between Hazel's legs and felt her wet pussy for the first time. One of the girls won the next hand and Michelle was told to suck on Ken's cock for the first time. She did. And Ken was rock hard. Hazel came over and helped her, and the feeling was incredible. I was so turned on, and the girls took a break to kiss, then sucked me together. I said over to the bed, and off we went. Michelle laid back on the bed with her head near the edge. Hazel put one leg on the bed, and Michelle started tasting her pussy while Hazel made out with me. It was intense. Then Michelle started sucking on my seven inches of cock, and I moaned as Hazel said, let that whore suck your cock a bit. It all ended with Michelle and Hazel going down on me while I was on my back. When I came hard, Hazel put the head of my cock in Michelle's mouth and made her taste my cum, dripping down her chin. It was unreal. Nathan. Well, hello, Nathan. <laughs> Sounds like you guys are really exploring over there. Ladies and gentlemen, if your partner wanted to experience I know sometimes these are rhetorical questions, I think. Would you allow and give them this fantasy? Would you be brave enough to explore it with them? I love the fact that it seems like my generation, sometimes a little younger and older, are reaching out of our boundaries. I think we're finally shedding the I don't care skin. And it's great. And it's freeing. And yes, we're always going, there's always going to be that one person that messes things up that causes commotion. Could you look past that small chance of running into someone and letting go and embracing or trying your fantasies? I've always said that it's okay if you don't do it. And I still believe that. 
But are you brave enough to reach outside your box and really try something that you've always masturbated to, that you your, you and your partner have talked about doing, that maybe you're ready to bring it to the surface? Are you brave enough to try? Have you had the conversation of, it's okay if this isn't us? Or have you been the single that answered the ad? That is amazing if you have. And that's a story I'd like to hear. Actually, both. (laughs) I think this is a good place to stop for today. I want to thank you for joining me. Remember, if you have any erotic fantasies or confessions or stories you would like to share or a question you would like to ask, please feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also submit them on Twitter and Instagram at DNikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. Don't forget to go vote daily on ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards for me for Best Adult Industry Podcast, Best Lifestyle Podcast. You can also find merch to show your kinky side and subtle side at fullswapshop.com in bed with Nikki. Don't forget also... <laughs> On Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central and 10 p.m. Central, you can find me on Full Swamp Radio. And in closing, tell me how you like it. Tell me what you need. Show me how to touch you, taste you, and make you come. I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now. <laughs>